James Week on the podcast continues with James Mannion. What a week. What a time to be alive. James Week on the podcast. And if you want more James, remember to go to patreon.com slash UAPod. That's patreon.com slash UAPod, where you can get this month's bonus episode with James, a.k.a. Jim Scampoli. It's James Week. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California. And this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never, ever ask me for it. It's my number one favorite thing to do, and people hate it in real life, but they love it in audio form. Here I am, back for season two. (sighs) It feels so good, you know? getting picked up for a second season. Even if I did it myself, it still feels like a win. And I'm joined by someone. I mean, this feels like another win. Can you win twice? Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, James Mannion. Hi, James. Hashtag winning. That's uh, what we're. That's what you're doing here, Jake. Yeah, I've got tiger's blood, my man. It's coursing <laughs> yeah. through my veins. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. James is a hilarious comedian an actor, and all-around great person out here in L.A. Uh, James, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Pizza Mannion. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Um, I met James in the improv community here, and I just think he's he's just one of the special ones. So I'm so happy to have you here for uh, on the show, James. Well, I'm so, ha- so happy to be here. So awesome. happy to be here. Um, today we're going to give some uh, relationship advice out. Oh, wow. Um, but I guess maybe not. <laughs> this is not what I would expect when someone says we're going to give relationship advice out. But it's from the relationship advice subreddit. Mm-hmm. Our topic, I, a 46-year-old male, promised my son, an 18-year-old male, that his mother and I would match whatever he saved up for for a car for his high school graduation. That sentence was worded poorly by me reading it. They did it better. He ended up with a lot more than we could have predicted, and now we don't know what to do. Yeah, this is um, this is an interesting thing for a parent. Did you did your parents buy you a car? Uh, no, they did not. Um, hmm. I would occasionally drive my dad's car when to to school when he like didn't need it, but. They did not buy me a car. Hmm. I know some kids uh, I remember in high school had really, really nice cars. I feel like uh, the popular girl's car at the time was a Jetta. It seemed like uh-huh. every girl, uh, if their family had money, they all had white Jettas. Jettas were, tri- were uh, Jettas were big. I remember a lot of Jettas. I don't do and you then think- I, And then it be, kind of came Priuses, I feel like, became the next car that... Uh, I was like in college. I was like, everyone has a Prius. Yeah, Prius has got so popular. I don't want to brag, but I have a Prius. Okay. And um, but again, I don't want to brag. But I mean, how can you not at some point? Um, and I remember buying it. And at the time when I got my Prius, it was hard to find a dealership that was selling them that didn't put this big markup on them because they were like so in demand. I guess gas had just kind of spiked up to like $4 or something. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the time I was looking to buy my Prius because I'm such a such a sheep. Um, I bought it right when everyone else was trying to. Dang. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's what else do you say to a story like that except yeah, dang? It's it's like, oh man, you got in. You hate to buy high, you know. You I hate, bought you high. Hate to buy high. But and hopefully, I know. Hopefully, you know, you recouped the cost in gas savings. I'm hoping. I mean, we all hope so, but I really, I really, really doubt it. When um, I know James, you don't have any children, at least none that you like publicly acknowledge. Uh, do you think you would buy your kids uh, a car if you had the option? I, even though I recognize, I know what you're about to say. We're heading towards a future where no one will drive. Don't even start. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, if we don't take the future where, you know, no one's driving and, you know, we're actively trying to reduce the number of cars on the road. If we don't think about that future and just put it in the abstract sort of like idyllic yes. scenario. Um, I mean... I guess it would it would really depend on I mean it would just so depend on what uh like if they needed the car right like um I don't think I would just blanketly go like oh yeah I'm buying my kid a car that's mm-hmm. the kind of dad I'm going to be like uh, little baby boys getting a getting a car. I'm like, no, I, I, I they probably don't need a car. Um, uh, but like, you know, if they have like a job or something and they like uh, need to get to work, not even in the sense of like you have to have a job to have a car, but it's like it would depend on the circumstance if if, if they really needed it or something. And I get that there's some like I think it's important to give. Uh, teenagers or whatever some amount of like freedom you know to to um you know allow them to start kind of making their own choices and stuff like that but i don't know if depending on where you live i don't know if a car is really necessary to that i always enjoyed that friends of mine had cars and we could go do stuff but i you know uh, I could use my dad's car, you know, every now and then, and I guess it was okay. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely with you, especially on the uh, the thought process that I think there is there is something about giving uh, a young person sort of I guess these things that help them get away from the house. I know that's weird, but you. I mean, if you could imagine like having a kid uh, and it, you know, you're now in the future, that's the sound of uh, future travel. If you're now in the future and your kid is 28 and they still live at home with you and they never built that those pieces of them that like wanted to go out and start your own life, I think you'd feel pretty disappointed that and maybe you don't have any control over it, but pretty disappointed that you didn't kind of help sort of push them out of the nest you know Mm -hmm. i do think a car uh if you can afford it if it's something that's possible is definitely part of that i am sure another part of that uh i famously didn't go to college i know uh, some people did i famously didn't Mm -hmm. and uh i think yeah they everyone before i met you everyone told me he didn't go he didn't go to he didn't go to college (laughs) They were going to make a Van Wilder type movie about someone who just, you know, stayed home and kind of like figured stuff out, you know, while working at Best Buy. That was like 
there was basically Van Wilder and then there was my movie and they they went ahead with Van Wilder, which I mean I kind of get, but I think Ryan Reynolds could have played me just fine. Uh, yeah. So, um, I uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be honest, I a little bit lost my train of thought with that stupid Van Wilder thing. <laughs> but uh, oh, economy, I, the give yes. it a- kid a car i do remember you give a kid a car he'll drive for a day but you teach a kid a car and he could drive forever what i now remember is talking about college which i famously didn't go to um but do you think that's also very similar to the car situation like the kid going away to college is probably another big piece of that yeah i think um i think like you know i guess there's, like college has become like so expensive, right? So there's this big like conversation around like, is that worth it, right? Like, are we um, uh, like financially we're putting people in like a huge hole, right? For this education that these days doesn't even like necessarily guarantee you a job, et cetera, sure. et cetera, et cetera. Um, or like, can you learn a lot of this stuff online? And um, not taking the like cost into account i do think there is like a aspect of college which is like a social sort of thing where you are like living on your own but um but in like a environment that is still like kind of designed to not whatever keep you safe or whatever. yeah no right. i get i get what you're saying yeah it's um it's like a, a stepping stone it's like hey this is yeah. a little more like you're out on your own you're in your own apartment but there's still some of the same yeah safety elements almost of of being at home it's, yeah it's a little bit of like a it's like yeah. a training wheels on a bicycle yeah it's like it's like a beyond the education there's like a socialization sort of thing that's happening but uh, you know, because I went to college, famously. I don't, like famously went to college, uh, you know, I'm not sure, like maybe that would have happened anyway. Right. Like, um, you know, I don't know how much I needed a college environment to get that socialization or whatever, but it certainly is. That's like a huge aspect of it is. Being in a place on your own where with a bunch of other people who are your peers and you're kind of like forging relationships and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that makes total sense. Um, so let's let's hop into this here. Uh, when he turned 16 and got his license, we allowed him to use an old car from a relative. At that time, my son had around $5,000 in savings. We made him a promise saying that we'd match whatever he ended up with at graduation reasonably we thought he'd maybe double that to 10k or match a uh, match for a reasonable 20k car sorry let me read that sentence again because i got distracted by a sound uh reasonably we thought he'd maybe double that to 10k through jobs and we'd match for a reasonable 20k car do you want to guess what he has uh okay you can say no you're allowed to 10k okay i'm gonna guess 35k whoa that's exactly right oh my gosh he now has 35k to use for a car wow how did you guess that 
I guess I was thinking like, I was like, how much money can you make in like a year? I don't know how, how long this time period was, but I was uh, like, if you're going to school, but like working a lot, I was just like, it seems like 35K maybe. That's even a, well, I guess it's 5K plus the 30K. Right. And the 30K is maybe whatever, even a little high, but I guess that's kind of where I pulled that number from. That was, I mean, really impressive guessing. Can I, can we, can I try an experiment with you really quick? Yeah. I have some fingers I'm holding up behind my back. Okay. Can you guess how many? Uh, And it's zero through 10? Zero through five, because I'm only using one hand. Okay. So let's make it a little easier. Zero through five. Four. Dude, I'm not even lying. I have four fingers. <laughs> I was going to change it no matter what, but then I was just so impressed that you guessed four. Okay. Wow. I don't even know what to say about this, but uh, that, that's pretty powerful stuff, James. Okay. All right. He has 35K to use for a car. He said he did have a little over 10, but then he bought smart stock options in April and will have 35K after tax. Oh, Okay. Okay, so he got the 30K in a different way than I was, was thinking, <laughs> I, I guess. That I didn't expect, that he was uh, playing the old stock market. Mm-hmm. He is insisting that we follow through with our promise and match it. Financially, it's not a huge dent for us, since he also surprised us with a nice merit scholarship that he did earn. The problem arises in that we really don't want to break the promise we made to him, but we also strongly believe that an 18-year-old driving around a $70,000 car is a bad idea. He can't even take it to school until his sophomore year, and the insurance on that will be a nightmare. What I'm asking is, would it be a better course of action to break the promise and likely face resentment, or keep it and cough up the money? Hmm. Hmm. That is an expensive I mean, car. I mean, that is expensive. That's crazy. My my Prius, even with like, I don't know if you remember, but I bought it during the the peak time of the Prius. I I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember this story. You it's bought kind high. Of, I kind of famously bought high on this <laughs> Prius. It wasn't even close to seventy k. Not even close. No, I mean, okay, so if I'm if I'm this this uh, teenager yeah and i'm i'm sort of like i'm already in the world of like buying like options and stuff on the stock market then i would kind of recognize that like buying a seventy thousand dollar car is a terrible investment like that is just a not a smart thing to do uh with that much money because cars can only decrease in in value Mm -hmm. um and so like i would it's like i would i don't know if i'm the parents maybe i go okay like i would play maybe like you know play a little like do a little bluff here where i go like okay we'll match the money but you have to use it to buy the car, right? Like, or we'll give you a lower amount of money that we're more comfortable with and uh, you can use it for whatever you want. Ooh, yeah. Okay, set up a, a little bit of a, 
almost like a one marshmallow, two marshmallow situation. Like mm-hmm. you, you, if you want to eat this marshmallow right now, you can. But if you wait 10 minutes, I'll give you two marshmallows. And I know the amounts don't really add up here, but the idea is you can do whatever you want with the money or you have to spend it on a car. We're going to the dealership and literally the amount you put down, we're matching. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it feel yeah. like now you're in this weird, <laughs> this is like a weird position to be in? Well, I mean, yeah, but already, it's already, like, this is already kind of. I know. Like a weird situation where I'm like. My, like, do you think you would just say hey we really didn't think it'd be 35k we can't do that yeah you know? i mean i i that is uh i think that's what they should do and i think that that uh they would be okay to to do that i guess my idea was more of like less like uh this is good parenting advice but more like <laughs> If, if if we're like kind of trying to negotiate or whatever and we don't feel confident that we can just tell our own son like hey listen buddy like you did a great job and you should feel good about that but we're not going to give you 35k to buy a $70,000 car like I think that I would hope that you'd be able to to just do that uh, but but if not then this other option is like Okay, well, this kid would be dumb to spend that much money on a on a car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like back to the question of would I buy my kid a car? Like, if I did, it would be like a used car that was like just something that would allow them to to get around. Like, it seems silly to buy a like this this whole scenario. I'm already like, we don't need to buy like a brand new nice car for an 18 year old i i mean i totally agree i do think you're in a tough spot when you kind of like promise kids something because they can always uh like do something crazy like this i feel like this is actually in a kid's nature to be like all right you're promising this and i'm almost gonna make you regret that you ever agreed to match this you know and that's what they were doing by setting this up they're like we think we need to incentivize our kid to make money or whatever right yeah. and so it's like okay well you incentivized him to do that does he uh the question is like did that build up any intrinsic like motivation to to do stuff like that in the future or it, was he just doing it out of spite, right? Or <laughs> just say like, okay, like I'll take that challenge. Uh, yeah. Because if, again, like if he wants to spend $70,000 on a car, that is not a, you could buy more options with that money and turn it into a lot more money, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, but it, it's like, I guess I don't really know what they should do because they're in this situation now, which maybe I wouldn't have gotten myself into, but that's easy for me to say, I guess I don't. Yeah. I've I've never tried motivating a a child before. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's tough right now. um, We're going through a thing with our daughter where she doesn't want to take a nap. Okay. She Mm -hmm. needs to take a nap because she's tired. I say, sweetheart, you got to take a nap. You're tired. So she gets a choice between going in her stroller and we'll walk her around for a while. She'll usually pass out or, she can lay in her bed and read a book. But what she likes to do is whichever one she picks, then she wants to do the other. This goes back and forth for a while. So at some point, we have to be the parent. 
And we have to say, look, John, I'm sorry, but you picked lay in bed and read a book. And we're going to lay in bed and read a book. Now, I would be in a real tough position, I feel like, if I gave her the option, she picked lay in bed and read a book. And then I was like, this is actually a huge mistake. I should have never done it. I think at that point, I have made my bed, pardon the pun, made my crib, if you will. Mm. Pardon the pun, James. And you're uh, reading the book to her in the crib? I'm the one in the crib. She's outside. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I think at that point, I would just have to say, uh, I did this, and I'm going to have to follow through with it. Even though I do think it's a bad idea for him to have a $70,000 car. I think one thing he's going to be surprised with is the insurance and stuff on that car I don't, and the registration. He's not going to realize like how expensive a $70,000 car is even yeah. after you own it. Um, but that could be a good, uh, thing for them to point out like, okay, good luck as an 18 year old boy, uh, paying the insurance premiums on this. I mean, it would be pretty expensive. Uh, the other thing I guess I would say is they mentioned in this story that they can afford it. And I don't know. I don't know their exact financial situation for me to say I could afford giving away $35,000. I would have to have real money. Yes. Like 35, like it's not like I have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank and I go, I can afford that to, in my mind, that's not even close to being able to afford giving away $35,000. And you know me, James. Okay. This podcast made only $50,000 last year. Mm -hmm. So I would be giving away almost all of my podcast money, which I agree is not enough. Only 50 K. Give me a break. Uh, Mm I wouldn't even do I wouldn't do something like that even if I was making it on my side hustle podcast. I couldn't give away the 35k. Yeah. It's 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 a lot. But it's these lot. are these are rich parents it sounds like. So yeah. it's like I you know I don't know what I guess they just have to decide like how pissed off is my son going to be if I don't do this and uh I, I, I think there is a difference, though, between your daughter and an 18-year-old in the sense of, like, like if you go back on your promise to your daughter, mm-hmm. right, who is, you know, very young. Sure. Uh, like, that is – it's like she – she's not going to be able to understand that maybe right like other than like he broke his promise right that mean and you know she's still like forming connections right so it's going to have a much bigger impact for her to go like oh well dad gave me this choice and then i chose and then he broke his promise that means that his promises are not reliable yeah and uh that's i mean that's that's exactly how we are looking at it too right no we have to make it clear that if we say something like this morning she wanted more banana she didn't need any more banana she just wanted to hold the banana james okay (laughs) i said look you can have more banana if you want it but if you're just gonna hold the banana and play with it we're done with the banana for now and I had to end up taking the banana away. And I know what people on the internet are going to say. They're going to try to cancel me over this. Okay? Yeah. I'm so sick of cancel culture. I mean, you were complaining about it before we went on. But <laughs> I'm so sick of it. And 
If you want to cancel me for taking the banana away, I think you're crazy because James said it best. I'm trying to get her to understand that my word means something. Yes. And uh, you should not be canceled for that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I famously didn't go to college. <laughs> but I think the calculus changes when it's a 18-year-old. It's like he's a – like. It's still important to keep your promises and stuff, but it's like he will be able to rationally understand. Like, I mean, that's probably why he's doing it. He's like, I want to put my parents in the biggest financial <laughs> hole that, that, that I can, uh, in, in, subconsciously maybe, even if it's not um, conscious. Uh, so I think the calculus changes, but I mean, look, I, uh, I don't know. They've got the money, so I guess they can just do that. Like, uh, it seems it seems exorbitant, but they created these parameters for themselves. So I guess I don't feel bad for them. If they, sure. Like, I don't feel bad for these the parents, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not gonna feel bad for the teenager if the parents say hey we'll give you 20k and stay instead yeah i'm not gonna feel bad for him yeah i mean look there's no one in this story that you have to lose any sleep over <laughs> they're, yeah. they're gonna be totally fine i'm i'm with you i actually think kind of whatever route the parents decide to take i think is totally fine i mean in my heart of hearts i i almost want them to do it just because they made the foolish decision of underestimating their son and maybe maybe they did maybe they did exactly what they wanted to do was give him an incentive to make money and now he's figured out a way to be a real wall street asshole and he's gonna make (laughs) all the money in the world so maybe they did exactly what they wanted i don't know my thought is i guess if the money really means nothing you can give him the money but it's a little bit of a, a monkey's paw situation because I yeah. do think once he has that $70,000 car, the insurance and all that stuff is going to be brutal. But I guess my thought is I'm good with whatever you choose. I'd probably give him the money. But again, this is a reality where I have money coming out of every hole in my yeah. body. I'm talking penis hole, butthole, ears, yeah. nose, mouth. I wouldn't say eyes because I don't really consider those holes, but you not even it. the te- the ducks, the tear uh, ducts. Yeah, you beat me there. I, it coming out of the tear ducts. Yeah, I consider so, those holes. Do you? I don't really know much about cars, but do you know what kind of car you can buy for seventy thousand dollars? Like you what? Know? What are we talking about here? Yeah, it's a great question. Seventy k cars, because I don't really know this either. Seventy k cars. Let's see. You could buy a 2017 Mercedes-Benz CLS AMG. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. You could buy a 2019 Ford F-250 Super Duty Lariat Edition. That's a pretty big truck. It'd be really funny if he bought a pickup truck. Like, after all that, he bought, like, a fancy pickup truck. <laughs> it really wouldn't add up. <laughs> but it uh, it would be pretty funny. <laughs> um, James, I think, we, I think we solved this one, my man. There's a little bit of an update here. Uh, I can read it. Let's see. 
talked to my wife. We're considering a couple of avenues at the moment, including trust or maybe fixed income until it can be used for med school. My son uses Reddit a lot. So this went to our all and now he's kind of waiting to see what he thinks when he comes home. Uh, edit number two, he's super duper close with his girlfriend. I told her and she said she talked to him about it. Personally, I totally understand where my son's coming from. I wanted a car like that at that age too. And my parents did end up indulging just a bit. Oh my God. But now I can see how it was a waste of money. I only used it for two years. I'll make an update post in a few days and see what happens. I haven't looked for the update. Who cares? But uh, there you go, so James. So the cycle repeats itself. My yeah. parents indulged me. Now I'm indulging my son. And... This, is must, this must another... be what it's like to grow up with money. Yes, yes. Well, I, best of luck to them, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be hard for them to, to get out of this yeah. financial hole they've put themselves in. Uh, James, any final thoughts? Um, you know, I guess cars are depreciating assets. It's not, uh, you know, there's other there's other places to, to put your money. I guess that's that would be my one sort of thing I want everyone to take away from this. Uh, James, where were you when I bought my Prius high? Okay. Well, I think we did it. I think we solved it. Uh, thanks for being here on the podcast, James. As you can hear, my baby's upset by the choice she made for her nap time. So oh, well, she'll that's, have to live with it. She's going to have to live with it. Uh, thanks for being here again. Where can people find you, James? Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pizza Man. Awesome. Thank you for being here. I love you. You're just the best. And goodbye, everybody. <laughs>